This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. Doro, are you ready? <laughs> no. <laughs> You're not ready. You keep asking us. We're still starting anyway. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another session of The Playhouse. Yep, as I usually like to say, you didn't see this one coming. And to be honest, we didn't see this one coming too. <laughs> Both of myself and Doris didn't see this happening, but it has happened and we are excited about the conversation that we are about to have. For those of you who don't know the amazing lady who is in front of me, trust me, this is one life journey, one story that we are all going to love and hear. From a musical perspective, she is doing her 12th tour mm. concert. If you don't know what Twa is, trust me, this is why you need to watch <laughs> The Playhouse. She has an amazing story of healing. One that is going to absolutely blow your mind. And not just blow your mind, inspire and give you hope. That's part of actually the reason as to why I decided that we had to do this conversation. People are looking for hope in this life. And I believe that Yanni, your, te- your story, your life journey is one that will encourage so many people in different places of life that they are. I've not done your intro justice because <laughs> as i told you my paper just disappeared <laughs> but otherwise ladies and gentlemen boys and girls put your hands together for none other than doris maoli that's why you helped me the intro oh <laughs> so welcome to the playhouse thank you no no thank you thank you for agreeing to by the way thank you for agreeing very quickly <laughs> despite the feelings to be on yeah to be here yeah um, so in the Playhouse, I want mm. us to start off, and I like asking, the first question is, for you I'd ask, tell us a little bit about childhood, growing up, and also when you fell in love with music. Okay. Um, childhood, I'm the second born in a family of four girls. No boys? No boys. <laughs> no boys. Um, and we were like in two phases, so there's my sister and I my older sister and I, Mm -hmm. and then um, seven years later, another sister came and then another one. So, and the interesting thing about us is that my older sister is darker than me, complexion. Mm -hmm. And the one who follows me is lighter than me and the one who follows her is even lighter. (laughs) So like we go fading. (laughs) The color goes fading. (laughs) When you stand together, so what's happening here? Yeah. what era are you talking about? Uh, where were you born? Is it Nairobi? Tell us a little bit about, is it even Kenya? Yeah, I was huh? born in Nairobi. We're all born in Nairobi. Um, my older sister was born in, my parents were living in Nairobi West. Mm-hmm. And then they moved to South B. Then I was born. Mm-hmm. Then they moved to Parklands. Then my follower was born. Then they moved to Ngong Road. And the last one was born. Yeah, you guys are now like, hey, <laughs> planting everything. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Okay, mm. so you're born. Um, when did you now get begin getting this? You've got an amazing passion for just not just music, but I'd say worship, because mm. uh, for you it's beyond just the music in terms of. But when did you? What? What? Tell me a little bit about the music story. Well, music has always been in my family. 
starting with my grandma my my dad's mother she like the the biggest memory any of us have of her is her sitting somewhere maybe outside she's shelling peas or whatever and she's singing and it kept her up to 90 whatever years she was by the time she passed she would just sing songs you know that uh, those hymn books that mm. they used to use in churches in in rural areas she knew all those songs and she just sit there not reading because now her eyes had her, her eyesight had gone and she'd be sitting there just singing so i grew up loving hymns what and then uh my dad this we found out like later we're sharing stories with my sisters and then um we learned that he was a dj <laughs> so his friends you know if they have a house party or something he'd go there with his records it was those ninis he'd go play for them whatever and then go home so even for us at home there was always music mm -hmm. and he loved like it was wide variety so we listened to songs everywhere what kind of songs like who can you can you remember listening to uh kina jim reeves mm -hmm. kina country was huge back then Chet atkins kids <laughs> like that you know like guitars whatever like there was instrumental there was hymns there was uh pop music in elvis kina who it was very very wide yeah okay. and then also also local songs as well you know what so what, what what local songs are we talking about you know i don't even know the titles but, but i remember but you know like the song. yeah I, I hear you yeah I hear you. Okay. yeah yeah but uh, that's how we got to learn a lot of other songs you know just being exposed to different different types of music so music was always it was always around in, us in, at home and then of course when we started going to church uh nairobi baptist got involved in the music groups there in the in the worship teams again music so primary uh, first of all you you you're for for me it's sounding like you're already raised in a christian home um or was it <coughs> no i don't know how to answer that question my parents um like they always insisted that we go to church from when we were little mm -hmm. but i don't remember them coming with us any of those days <laughs> until we got older when we started going to baptism when my mom would follow us i mean like she'd come with us she'd okay. come for our events but they always insisted that we go to church. So there was that, um, like my, my, my dad's parents, actually there's a story, my dad's parents, my, my dad's uh, dad was a pastor. Okay. <laughs> but they fell out mm -hmm. because that church believed that you marry a girl from that church. And when he met my mom, my mom was going to a different church. So they were like, this is not the right girl for you. And my dad was so, like him, he was smitten. This was her, <laughs> you know. So he was so upset and, you know, whatever. And they didn't even come for the wedding. So he was like, you know, if this Christianity. Yo. Yeah. But then my mom had grown up in a very Christian, religious kind of setting. So... We were brought up like that. Okay. Yeah. And what about for you at this time when you're going to church? So where are you in primary actually? That's because I'm sure that comes. I went to St. George's. Mm -hmm. we, we, yeah, we all went there to St. George's. How was the experience? Is there anything musical about that life? Um, or was just the everyday school? <laughs> it was everyday school. 
I was um And what year can I ask is this? This was in the 70s. Okay. I was a very quiet child. Didn't really like I remember my friends, the guys I used to hang out with, like maybe one or two people were the quiet ones, the kind of the outcasts. Mm -hmm. So those are the guys I would hang out with. So whenever there were things going on in school, it wasn't a very, it wasn't the kind of school where they had a lot of musical stuff, mm -hmm. but they started like occasionally they'd have a play. I was never those ones who would feel like I could do anything in there. So I'd never volunteer or anything. But I remember once in standard six, um, Towet was coming to the school for a price giving day or something. And Towet Bean? Um, what was his name? He was the Minister of Health of uh, Education at that time. Taita, Taita Towet? Yeah. Mm. And uh, they were asking, okay, we need somebody to lead this song. It was a Kikuyu song. We need someone, you know, the call and response kind of thing. And nobody was volunteering and I don't know why I raised my hand they said you do it so I learned the song and I did it and everybody said it was so fantastic but that was the last thing <laughs> <laughs> so that, that was like an odd thing for me mm. very odd I'd never step up to volunteer for stuff like that but this one you did this one I did I don't know why but um, yeah so you sound like you are a bit reserved very in, reserved in in this time almost yeah. timid yeah yeah that's a good word yeah i was very timid uh, you're not then therefore not the noisemaker not the mm -hmm. heckler child mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. nice and mm -hmm. even in class you said to go at the back <laughs> you know yeah okay so now in is is this the time where now you begin going to baptist in this primary we started going to yeah actually because that's when now we moved to ngong road mm -hmm. So I remember walking from from school to home. Mm. So yeah, and that was the nearest church. What would happen is that they would they would send us to whichever church was nearest. Mm -hmm. So at that time, it was it was uh, Nairobi Baptist. Okay. And did that play any role in your life? Yes. Did you enjoy church? Huge, yeah. Okay. Um. So by that time, uh, they used to have these holiday Bible clubs for kids. Um, so my sister and I would go. I mean, it's something to keep us occupied. So, you know, and it's church things. So go. So, um, and those were interesting because they had um, teachers from the States who would come with all these exciting ideas for kids. They had a, a children's choir, which we joined. Um, it was and a big deal back then. It was a big I remember deal. Even, it uh, was very yeah. exciting. It was someone would be aired on TV and yeah, things like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you're part of that choir. I was part of that choir. And nice. that was fun. Not in the front, but I was part of it. Mm -hmm. And I enjoyed I enjoyed the singing. Um, you and do, do you know this guy called Jesus at this time? I, I know of him. I mean, everybody's talking about him. So uh, how now I came to connect with him? Um, we went for one of those uh, Bible clubs. It was a week long. At the end of the week, they tell kids, okay, if you want to receive Jesus, remain behind. We'll get one of the counselors to come and talk to you. So my sister said she wants to stay, my older sister. And I went and sat at the back waiting for her so that we can, go, we can walk home. Someone thought I was waiting to be spoken with. So she came, she sat with me also, do you want to receive Jesus? And me, in my timidness, I couldn't say no, I'm just waiting for my sister. <laughs> So she took me through the prayer and I got saved. What? So I'm like, okay. 
Uh -huh. So what do we do now? So we walked home, told our mother. Of course, she's excited. Then now that journey How old are begins. You? How old are you this time? Uh, how old was I? Maybe about 12. Okay. Yeah. Then... But, um, but this, this, is, this is a bit huge. But even though you hadn't planned on this, you mm. act, that for you is the day that you say mm. you gave your life to Christ. Mm. From that moment. Mm. Even though it wasn't, it mm. was like... But the truth of the matter is I didn't really understand what was going on. Yeah. Even these clubs, I would go... No, I must have been younger. Because I would go because it was the thing to do. Mm. You go through the motions, you sing the songs, and you go back home. Okay. But there was no, oh, this is what it means to be a Christian, how to walk that mm. walk, that kind of thing. But then, I mean, it got into where you go, you do something, or you tell a lie, and you're mm. like, oh gosh, he's gone. <laughs> so you start again, yeah, Jesus, yeah. please come back into my heart, I'm sorry. Then, you know, because I knew nothing about Christianity. It was interesting actually because there was a lot of stuff going on but then the knowledge the personal knowledge of what it's about wasn't there so now as we grew older now we got into what they used to call the karibuni fellowship which was now a youth meeting we were now in our teens this is now baptist mm -hmm. uh -huh. so um we'd go for camps every holiday now at those camps, that's when now I started learning. And that's when now I made now a proper decision and in a sense rededicated my life. Now I was like, okay, I get it and I want to do this. And I made a commitment. Oh, uh, and um, this is now, you're probably in high school at this time. Yes. What way did you go to high school? Kenya High. Yeah. I went to Pangani for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Which I loved by the way, uh -huh. I mean, everything was so fascinating. And then my mom was like, you know, we need to get you into a better education kind of thing. So she sent us to Kenya High. When and you say us, it was you and your sister? Yeah. Both of you were? Yeah, she, she went first. Okay. And then I followed. But I, I don't know, I always felt like I'd have, I'd have been, like my, my, my love for the, or my interest in education was so much more in those two weeks at Pangani. What? I don't know what happened when I went to Kenya High. Maybe it was just that thing of being in a place where I feel like I don't belong. There are all these girls from these posh homes and whatever, very confident people, and mm. I was not confident. So again, I took a back seat. So never involved really in much. Just doing just, education? Just do my thing and passing. go home. Going home. Yes. <laughs> how 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 would you say you are in education at this time? Have you decided career path? Because I know in 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 high school, sometimes yeah. for a lot of people, or even in primary, yeah, that's when they begin saying, "This is what I want to do with my life. This is the direction." Yeah. Huh? I want to become an air hostess. Whoa! And I told my parents, and my dad said, "Never, <laughs> <laughs> never. Air hostesses are just glorified waitresses." <laughs> And those men on those flights, he was protecting his girls. So he said, yep. maybe when you're older. So I kind of shelved the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know how serious I was if it was just like it looked or sounded glamorous. Yeah. Yeah. So I just. Traveling the world. Yeah. And you know. Did you know anybody who had been a air hostess? No. It's just something you decided? Yeah. Okay. Let's touch now a little bit about the music. 
So now in high school, what are you listening to? So in high school, I'm not, am I really listening to? I'm listening to um, uh, boy bands, mm -hmm. whatever is happening there. Like I loved R&B music. Mm. So whatever the girls were listening to, you know. Um, and then there's church, uh, the songs that we're singing. Because now we were trying to get into, like move from doing too many hymns and start doing a bit more contemporary music. And then I had joined the, um, the worship team. Okay. So then we started learning different songs and, and... So is this when now the first time in church is where you started singing? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. I became part of... I became part of a youth group. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay. So we, we joined... Um, so from this, the, the junior choir, we joined the music, the worship team, and formed a team. We were, I don't know, maybe 10 people. And so we would lead service. And then we'd also have concerts. And then, interestingly enough, I started writing songs. Whoa. And we would work on them and we'd sing them. So all the songs, we, like practically all the songs we sang during that time were all originals done by someone amongst us, including myself. Nice. Yeah. Okay, tell us a little bit about, you know, people, imagine if a young person is watching yeah. you right now on yeah. the screen, they may not have an understanding of worship back in the day mm -hmm. or i mean or at this time when you're talking about being in youth group mm -hmm. there's no dj no there's no explain the experience there and what it did for you um i think it's it what did it do for me it it made it made church music interesting for me i already loved hymns so, this, so I didn't have a problem with that. At this time, yeah. the only music being sung on Sunday mm. is remove your hymn book, go to page number four. Yes. And there's again the piano. Yes. Just the piano and the organ. Okay. But then at some point they started bringing now small contemporary songs, you know. We had, we had um, in the stars his handiwork, I see, you know that song. That's supposed to be contemporary. <laughs> that was very contemporary. I mean, that was modern, you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it started changing slowly so now we do those kind of songs and then a hymn mm -hmm. so um, and then the organ kind of was phased off then they began bringing in guitars and drums um, so you saw this transition happening you can remember Sunday service when it was just an organ and a piano yeah when we were younger but by the time now we joined the youth group uh -huh. now we started doing this and especially during our like on Sundays mainly it used to be the piano but then when we did our concerts, then we'd use guitars and all that. Okay. Yeah. Because you've mentioned Bapo, mm. locally, is the Pitoderas, have they checked in at this era? Yes, they were there. We did concerts with them, him, Kinambevis. Mm -hmm. um, we even did a thing with Kina Jack. Jack Odongo. Yeah, those days they were, you know, they're the ones who knew. Um, so they would come and introduce songs to us and we would sing. Okay. Uh, Joyce Odongo. They were our elders, so... I get it. Yeah. So what inspired you to start writing? I suppose God. Because, actually, I remembered how it started. What happened, I went through a phase where I decided, you know, by the way, this Christian thing, I don't know if I'm a Christian because I've been brought, being told, this is what Christianity is, or whether I know for myself and believe for myself. 
like am i am i am i a believer because that's the culture i'm in so you're expected to do this and so you kind of just gravitate and i said you know what i'm not going to go to church i don't want to have any preachers coming to talk to me it's going to be me and my bible and god like if you're really there talk to me That's so i cut it. myself off from everything my mother panicked <laughs> my sister panicked they're like oh gosh and now i'm becoming a heathen <laughs> my dress also changed because mm. i'd wear jeans and one of my dad's shirts so that, you know so i i guess i looked like i was rebelling but i didn't get into rebellion mm. but i was just like i need to understand for myself and i told god you talk to me and so this went on maybe for about a year a year of not going to church just mm. being isolated mm. in in a sense mm. and then um like i had now started working so i'd go to were you working have you finished high school i finished high school okay finished high school okay yeah so i'd go to um the office i had this little dudu car so i'd go and park just outside the building and i'd sit there and tell god okay tell me something so sometimes a verse would just come like a, a reference i'd open my bible i read it and then words just started coming so i'd write them down then a melody would come i'd write it down and that's how the song started so i had a book that i was just writing stuff What? and i think for me that was like now that was the real turn around mm-hmm. for me i was like okay i know he's there because he's been telling me stuff and it's stuff that makes sense um it's like he's been teaching me i've been in church but with him just me and him um and you can you remember some of the stuff that he was telling you i have that book no i don't remember oh okay but what did it have in terms of that to do with things you're it, going through in life or just teaching it was it was about like affirming me it was affirming me um even the songs that i would write would be about fellowshipping with him or worshiping him or what he thinks about me what he says about me who i am Whoa. you know um like about life like just let me let me teach you now the abc's of what it's like to have a relationship with me and so and, and it was very personal not like this is christianity in the world mm. but you and me this is a kind of relationship that we we are having and so i grew just through my interaction just me and him it was amazing oh, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. amazing i just had my little church in that small <laughs> dudu yeah it was i loved it i loved it so eventually now after that i started going to church but i would go of i'm not just there opening up for anybody and everything to come um i go listen and then i kind of check with does this resonate with what we've been doing in my church mm. no kind of thing um yeah and then slowly i came back into the mainstream church i mean that story is so life changing <laughs> it's such a powerful story yeah. i also heard you say you're working at this time so you yes. finished you finished high school i finished high school mm-hmm. since now my dream to become an air hostess was shelved i i didn't know what i wanted to do really um and so i started going to help out at the church i had a friend who was working there so i just go and hang out there my mom was like eh, eh, you don't do this so she made me apply to um to Mombasa Polytechnic 
and to Kenya Polytechnic. She's like, okay, at least get some secretarial training. You know, mm -hmm. that was a that was a basic for everybody those days. So and you when what uh, late eighties, early eighties? What what time is this now? This early nineties. Where were we? Mid eighties. Mid eighties. Yeah. Okay. So um, I did it to please her, but I had no intention of going. Oh. Um, but she was like, "No, you have to. You have to get some skill at least. You know, even if once you decide what you're doing, you can easily and this you can always have this as a fallback." So I was like, "Okay." So I didn't want to leave town. In fact, even in high school, I didn't board. I was a day bug. At Kenya High? Mm. What? Mm. Why is that? My cocoon. My cocoon. Oh, yes. I get it. Mm -hmm. Yes. There you're being thrown into, I don't know, I don't know how to deal with other people. So. But very few saying. people were daybugs, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. But majority of, of these high schools yeah. were all. Yeah. I was one of the daybugs. What? Even my sister was a boarder. <laughs> but you're like, I'm going home. I'm going home. Um, I loved my alone time. So I'd go home and go to my room and read. I loved reading. I, I still love reading. So um, I'd spend a lot of time on my own. Um, and okay, I want here. Me, I'm not a girl spending time alone. Me, uh, I'm just like <laughs> so. I want to enter this world of of because I know there are people maybe who are watching who are exactly like that. They yeah. love their isolation and yani. Yeah. Me, I can be alone for a whole year and I'm good. Yeah. What would you be doing in that alone time? I've heard you say reading, probably writing. Reading, what? writing. Um, Did you have pals who you can't? I mean, and because you're a daybug, mm, it's probably you don't have that many pals who are. No, not really. We had one one um, friend because now we were living in Langata. Mm. We had one friend who was like in the neighborhood, who in a sense forced himself into our family. Um, he just come, hang out, call my mom, mom, dad, and just feel at home. So we kind of adopted each other, you know. And um, he 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 was the only guy who would be around, or he was the only like really close friend that I had then. Um, so sometimes we would go to Kani, sneak out, and go to Kani, just him. hang, yeah. <laughs> come home jump over the gate and go to sleep okay. yeah. but outside of that um, I'd basically just be on my own with my books and my journaling and my writing that's powerful yeah it was very I I, I felt like I was kind of a, a boring child Mm. Or boring young whatever like nothing interesting was happening around me so you know and maybe that's why I felt like I don't have friends because there's nothing exciting mm. so and I'm, I'm I've always been um, like I'm better at interacting with one-on-one -on -one. Yeah. in a crowd uh, I don't really know what that's to crazy because you lead a crowd of about 400 I know, people <laughs> I know I mean like they and think I'm not timid at all no, they think I'm very <laughs> like that but when like if we're here in a room even with like a bunch of them come 20, 20 of them walk in i will probably just sit and be quiet and they're like are, are you okay I'm like yeah this is actually me i love it i <laughs> yeah. love it <laughs> yeah so people a lot of people don't know this part of me but one-on-one -on -one, i thrive on that 
Mm. So when I'd meet, like if I meet, um, I also met a friend in college who uh, we became very close. So even with her, like I'd open up and we'd ha- do a lot of mm. stuff together. But generally... One-on-one, you're intimate and deep. Very. Mm. Mm. Okay, so where do you now go? Do you go to the political? You're saying you didn't want to leave yeah, Nairobi. so... I didn't want to leave home. I wanted to stay home. Then um, Kenya Poli are the ones who no Mombasa Poli are the ones who responded first. So my mom is like, pack your bags. Go and board it. There's I no discord. <laughs> the whole way. I tried to tell her. She said no. It's just two years. You go. So I packed my bags and I went. <laughs> that was crazy. But now the I had a cousin whose husband was a lecturer at the poly mm. so they said let her come she'll stay with us for the first time just to get her feet wet and everything and then now after that moves into boarding into into boarding so that's what i did um so i started now kind of getting to know people a little bit mm. but it was still a very one-on-one thing and this was your first time now away from home yes yes so do your three months come back home do your three months come back home then i joined the cu uh who <laughs> were you going to church when you were there um, or were you, you did we go to church your whole two years there no we we did the cu okay. oh we had services did we ha- we had services on sunday evening okay and then um there was the cu meetings which eventually i got ex- excommunicated from for what for Going to playing the basketball. Huh? <laughs> you were excommunicated from CU because they played basketball. What, I you don't know what I'm... happened? It was it was the leaders in that CU were very, you know. Mm. So my my roommate at the time was very interested in in basketball. So as usual, you know, whichever friend I'm with, whatever they do, I do. So we went and we joined the, they started a basketball team. Um, girls basketball team. Now. Girls basketball yeah. team. But there was one already for the boys. Mm. So whenever they had a game, we would go and cheer them on. Um, if they had a game outside the campus, we'd also go with them, you know. Like we were there just, just there. Mm. The boys, you mm. know. And they were like, mm, you're hanging around too much with boys. I, we don't know where you go and what happens when you go out there. Because we'd go for games and then come back late, obviously. Yeah. But it was just, you go for the game and come back. Very innocent. But they felt I was up to something. I'm hanging out with these ruffians too much. Because none of them were in the CU. Mm. So it was terrible the way they did it. So one day they, they said there's a special meeting. And they say, everybody come, make sure you're there by 8 o'clock after, after dinner. So we go sit down and I'm thinking, you know, I'm really trying to show these guys that I am in this thing. So I even went and sat on the very first bench. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we did uh, our worship, Nini, I'm playing the tambourine. Um, then when they finished, they said, okay, we have um, something we need to share with all of you. Uh, one of our sisters has fallen. Uh, and uh, the Bible says, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. and they opened and they said, you know, if you're seen to associate with people who are sinning, then you also seem to be one of them. And so, as a as a see you to as as believers, we need to have this person go 
sort out their life and then come back. And none of you is too, otherwise you'll be seen to be part of this whatever. No way. And the sister that we are talking about is... He pointed to you. You were like... <laughs> Do you know? There was silence. I said, the meeting is over. I just walked out and went off. Even my roommate would not talk to me. No way. Nobody from that sea would talk to me. Nobody. How was that? That must have broken that you. Hurt. That hurt. That really hurt. And then they they made it was because like I used to like I, I used to get sick a lot. Malaria, Mombasa, whatever. In Nairobi you go there, weather change. And the practice then was that if you got unwell, your temperature went up, they take you straight to hospital, Mombasa um, general. Then maybe you spend a night, you come back. Mm. So like, you know, this chick, the way she keeps going off, eh? There's something she's going to do in that hospital. You know, so they started saying that, you know, I conceived and went to. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so yeah. like now for sure. No mm. way. But then these guys, now the basketball people, of course now it was all over school, everybody knew what was going on. They embraced me. So ah, they became my family. Man, they are really, <laughs> where's the tissues? <laughs> I told you I have some tissues here. <laughs> they are behind you. <laughs> this is just Imagine crazy. Ah, yeah, 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 actually, yeah, yeah. yeah, it really hurt me. It so, really hurt me. So, so, for real, did that make you in any way get angry with God? Or had that conversation? No. Actually, no. It was them. And I knew they were wrong in their interpretation of scripture. Mm -hmm. But the fact that they didn't even bother to ask me, you know, like what happened. You know, because the scripture says, if you see somebody has, like if you've done wrong, the right thing for me to do is come and talk to you. Yep. One on one. If you don't listen to me, I can Bring, call. Yes. If... Still, you don't. Now we start involving the church and everything. They went straight. Nobody had come to ask me. Even this, my friend, by the way, who my you roommate you played basketball with. She was in that CU. But I don't know why they chose to feel like her. She was okay, but me, I wasn't. I don't understand. But there's such a lesson in what you said. You, first and foremost, because you need the scripture, you mm -hmm. didn't get angry with God. Yeah. You understood they were wrong, mm. neither did you even fight mm. them. Mm. No, I'd say, you know what, they're not, they're not asking me. But neither did you also, and this is the lesson, did you blame the church in general? So did this thing affect church for you as a whole? No. It was just this particular no, group of people? remember we've been having this modern thing where we wear trousers. Yes. I mean, like those meetings, you couldn't go wearing trousers. You had to wear a dress mm -hmm. if you're a lady, you know. So I've seen that church is going on at Baptist. We're liberal in a sense, but we're still committed. There's nothing, you know, like crazy there. Mm. So I knew this, this was, this was now another tangent. Mm. Yeah. But the, should I say to there, whatever, but like the last day of school, when, when I was closing, like now finishing, yeah. they called me, they sent my friend, my roommate, and, and now you took it to your roommate? Yeah, I talked to her, but she doesn't talk to me, so I've left her. So we go, we everybody gets in their bed. You know, it's a small cube like this. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they told her, okay, we want to talk to her. So they said, um, 
what did they say? They said they wanted to forgive me for what I had done and they hope I understand why they had to do what they did and now that I'm leaving, you know, they hope that I will go into the world and learn and walk and, you know, be a proper... Yeah. That, <laughs> that's insane. Yeah. So, okay now, let's talk about this other basketball guys. This now became your pals. This became my pals. This became my pals. So we go for games, we come back, we hang out. When we're going for lunch or whatever, we sit together. And now what happens to your, to your faith in this essence? Because, so it's just again you and God. Um, because now it's not like you can go and chill with the you guys. I, I feel like to some extent, I kind of, like I wasn't as, mm-hmm. as um, uh, active in growing. So I kind of just chilled. Like my faith was there. I was still um, trying to do the right thing, but then I wasn't really like pushing it. Okay, I yeah. understand. Yeah. And what about music? Are you are you are you getting avenues to? There no. The, those no, two years, nada. No, those, those two years. It's just when you'd come back and yeah. meet Bapo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but then when I was here, except now for the concerts, there mm-hmm. was not really um, opportunities to sing. Like during during. Um, like services and all that. So it would only be like at the end of the year or during Easter we'd have a concert. Okay. Yeah. And at this time, do you have an idea of, uh, okay, fine, after school, after finishing, you're doing the, the secretariat? I was, yeah. doing, I was uh, doing, um, was what? Office management and secretarial duties is what they used to call it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you have, have you beginning to think this is maybe perhaps what I want to do when I finish school? When um, I finish college? I was I was going through the motion of doing I that. It. I okay. hadn't yet said I, I. It was like this is the path I've been put on, so I just flow. I like it. I was I was I was very like that. I just flow, which sometimes got me into trouble. But mm. you know, this is the way we're going. We flow. Mm. Okay, so you come back. Tell us now what. How does the story continue? As well, Paul is enough for that. See your experience. That yeah, thing is it's deep. You. Yeah. 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 You can really. They can really. Like other, like Christians, we can really wound each other mm. through ignorance and whatever. Yeah. So anyway, I came back and uh, got a job pretty quickly with a Christian organization. I've always worked with Christian organizations. Mm. So I got a job, um, worked there for two years and then went to Daystar worked there for I think another two years mm. and then now got the job at uh, UBS which is where now um, I was for until I stopped working. Until you started working for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so did in these times now that you're working um, what's 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 it like again any lessons anything that you want to share from this working period? Um, that's when now I actually began to enjoy the work with the training that I got. I found out that I love admin work. I, and I was good at it. Mm. So, so your mom sending you. Yeah. She, she, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was actually, um, training for what I'm doing now mm. because without that skill, I wouldn't be able to do 
well it would be harder for me to do what i'm doing for sure um so i i did that and and you enjoyed i enjoyed it and i was good and so in fact the job at daystar and the job at ubs i was poached <laughs> so you come like so you come and work for us we'll give you a better salary so i move uh-huh. then ubs and when i'm moving the guys are mo- i'm leaving they're like please don't imagine go imagine don't go yeah that's cool. yeah so i was a good and i was a good worker so um so that was now just getting into adulthood mm. you know getting to understand myself a little bit um learn all this how to dress stop wearing your dad's shirts kind of thing <laughs> yeah i like the swag now <laughs> yeah and then and then are you dating at this time um no you're not huh? okay there's these boys i like but again the timidity i'd never you know i was always like mm. they wouldn't look at me so you know you just go on with your life mm-hmm. but i i had a lot of friends who were guys okay. like my closest friends were most of them were guys okay yeah then um then i joined uh uh phoenix phoenix players mm-hmm. and began to act with them and that opened me up even more this podcast is part of the edify podcast network edify is a faith inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app.